This is the 77 WABC minicast. Absolutely. Breaking news, WABC. Mr. Mayor, welcome to Catching Cosby. Thank you. It's great to be on. How's, how are you guys doing? Happy holidays to you. Oh, you Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And uh, we're worried. Uh, I understand the city council just passed uh, those two uh, bills. And uh, we're wondering uh, what time tomorrow morning are you vetoing them? <laughs> uh, 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 you know, and people, New Yorkers need to really understand uh, both these bills, particularly uh, the bill that calls for uh, documentation with the police department, which we already do. We already have cameras. We already have them filling out forms. The problem with this bill is something called a level one stops. This deal with with a criminal investigation or inquiry or non-criminal inquiry. Anytime police make an inquiry to a civilian, they have to document the pedigree of the person, the reason for the inquiry, et cetera. So if there's a missing person, the police officer is walking around with a photo and they ask Ms. Jane, oh, did you see this person? They're missing. Um, do you have, do you know who they are? That officer must document that pedigree information and the reason he stopped her. So some people would say, okay, that would that take three, five minutes to do that documentation? Yes, that person. But let's say he asked 20 people. That's 100 minutes. Mm. And when you multiply that in one night, the police officer is not doing one call of service. He could do anywhere from eight, nine, ten different calls of services or what we call radio runs. And every time and everyone he speaks with that he's questioning, he has to document it. We are take, talking about taking police officers from protecting the public to doing paperwork. This just makes no sense. For level two stops with a criminal in nature and others in level three, that's one thing. But you should not have basic services police officers are needing to document. And that's what we try to speak with those who are advocating this bill. We said just take out the level one stops, and they refuse to do so. I, I can't it's, believe it. Why, why are they doing this? Uh, and, and the other thing, uh, uh, we had the union guy from uh, Corrections on before, and he's worried that uh, uh, they're going to really beat up some of his people and they can't do anything about it. Well, and you know what? It's not even only his people, uh, Vinny Bacci, uh, 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 Vinny would tell you, but remember, 80% of those who are assaulted by dangerous prisoners are, are inmates themselves. So if, if you have, you know, I like to keep it simple. If someone commits a, a, a crime on the street in assault, we put them in jail. We don't do a due process before putting them in jail. You arrest them, and then they go through the due process procedure. So if you're saying that if someone's assaulted inmate, a correction officer, or a civilian, we got to do due process before you can put them inside the facility, and you could only hold them in for a certain period of time. That you know, there are some serious, extremely violent people that are in the Department of Correction that preys on inmates and prey on correction officers and other civilians that work in the correctional facilities. So. You know, this assault on public safety is just wrong. May this and is there's a, there's a philosophical disagreement in this city 
that the numerical minority is controlling the narrative. The overwhelming number of people in the city, they support their police. They want their police to do public safety and not filling out paperwork. And that's the same with the Department of Correction. And it's just that. We, we of, agree. We agree. You, Con- you Congressman get King. Engaged. Congressman King? Yeah, man. First of all, it's good to talk with you. Thanks for your work. Yes. Uh, thank you, Congressman. Thank you for your kind you know, wishes and, ble- and blessings. Thank you. You're very welcome. What, what is it with the city council? I mean, when you talk to them, you know, what do they say? They just have such an agenda. They won't listen to reason. They won't compromise. I mean, the, you know, crime can get out of hand. You think it's many people, it's in their communities where crime is the worst. Well said, well said. And, you know, when we communicated over this bill, trying to show them how they they did not understand the wording, because the wording of what the level one is, uh, Congressman, it came from a court ruling. And we showed them the wording, and they still stated that this does not include those basic inquiries. It's just the unwillingness. You're digging in deep. And then you have in advocates write legislation. You have people who have a far left agenda who don't believe in supporting police, and they're writing this legislation and just handing it off to the council people. Yep. Uh, Mr. Mayor, this is Rita Cosby. Great to talk with you again. Um, Thank you. Oh, and, you know, I want to ask you about uh, the migrant situation because it's get it is so cold outside. Um, I know the other day Floyd Bennett Field, uh, the bolts were coming off uh, the tent there where it's just a migrant shelter for I think it's 1700 are there now. What's the plan? Uh, where are we going to put all these people, especially as weather's getting really cold and messy? It's going to snow for Christmas. And, and, and you know what? And it's, and it's a real question as we, we got last week almost. Of uh, 4,000 uh, migrants uh, that came to the city uh, last week. When you start getting 4,000 a week, 8,000 every two weeks, 16,000 a month, just think about those numbers. Where we have to ensure that all of their basic needs are met by law, uh, that is why we're in court now fighting about the right to shelter. And people have often asked, well, Eric, why don't you stop the buses? Because we're not allowed to. You know, why don't you uh, uh, put place, p- p- place people back in these places where they're sending them to? We're not allowed to do that. We're not allowed to tell uh, people we're not going to give them their basic needs. Our, hang- our hands are tied, and that is why we are fighting to have the federal government do a better job down at our border and to give us the resources that, are, that goes with this national crisis. Uh, Mr. Mayor, any estimate yet, the differential or uh, uh, how much budget cuts you have to make in between uh, the amount of, uh, I mean, everybody wants the, the, the sun to shine for the rest of the century, uh, but there is going to be a shortfall. Any estimates of how big the shortfall is going to be? Well, we look at, we're looking now, uh, because of accumulation of things, uh, the bulk of it is the migrant and asylum crisis. We're looking at, uh, on January we have to come up with a $7 billion uh, uh, closure, a gap in our budget, $7 billion. Uh, it's just unbelievable when you think about it. We already did a 5% cut uh, across the board. Uh, and so now we have to go back and find $7 billion. Listen, this is, this is not sustainable, and it's not cost-effective for our city. You know, our hearts may be endless, but our resources are not. And this is really unfortunate that New Yorkers are going through this. I know New Yorkers are angry, but let me tell you something. I'm angrier than all of them because the city has been recovering, moving in the right direction. 
bringing down crime, getting people back to work. And here we are saddled with this national crisis. Mayor, when are we going to hit the bursting point? I mean, if they're coming in 4000 a week and the money's not coming to, to compensate the city, how long can you handle this before the city just breaks down? Listen, we already hit the bursting point. Uh, we, we, the, the, the flow has overflowed us, and that is why you're seeing that because the law requires that I balance my budget every two years, uh, you're seeing that we are required to come with these cuts because there's only a certain number of ways you can generate resources in the city, and and one of them is cutting your ex- expenses, and these expenses are decimating of, you know, everyday New Yorkers. You know, uh, before we let you go, uh, Mr. Mayor, you, you also said uh, people need to mobilize to get to D.C., uh, calling on people. Explain that and how frustrated are you with D.C.? Well, well, you know, I, I think that we are a, a, a country of standing up and fighting for what we want. D.C. is the center of our national government, and it can't be just Eric taking 10 trips of you know, lawmakers need to see uh, their constituents, and we need to speak on a federal level why is this happening to our city. I'm sure the congressman will tell you nothing is more powerful than having your constituents at your doorstep saying, we want you to fight on behalf of our city. And that is what we're saying. It's time to join the coalition that we've built and let D.C. know this should not be happen- happening to the economic engine of this country, which is New York City and New York State. Uh, We understand that, and uh, uh, Mayor Adams, we commend you for fighting for our city, and we commend you for going to Washington. Uh, It it seems like they were very, very mad that you were going to Washington to to yell about um, the shortage of the budget uh, because of the migrants. And yes, uh, because what happened to you could not have happened without White House approval. So, listen, I, I can't speculate um, how we got to this level as many of the reviews, but I'm just going to stay focused on the mission. Uh, I, I have my legal team who's dealing with uh, cooperating with the review that's taking place. I need to stay focused and navigate the city out of the crisis that we're in. And you know what? I have one one gift that I'm, I'm, I'm proud of, and that's my ability to uh, compartmentalize series of things that go on at one time. And uh, I have a good team, and I'm going to continue to move fo- focus. I, I must navigate us out of this crisis. Mayor Adams, we support you 100 yep. percent for, We're rooting, for, for, you. for <laughs> rooting for you for going to Washington and trying to make a difference. And, and uh, you know, I guess Washington is just a stubborn place these days. Yeah, and listen, we love New York. We want we want huge success. We want know? success yes, for New York. Do. Yes, we do. I look Thank forward to the, uh, for, to New Year's, and I look forward to that ball coming down for the new year, and hopefully <laughs> 2024 is a better one for all of us. Yeah, and actually, Mr. Mayor, what are you doing for Christmas? What are you doing? Uh, I, I'm going to do some volunteer work. I'll probably go up to NAN, to National Action Network, give out some food. And go out and just really uh, uh, share cheer throughout the entire city. Oh, thank you. Beautiful. Thank you for coming okay. on. With Merry, Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank and, uh, you. Take care. Merry and we'll Christmas. talk to you soon. Thank you.